89.9 The Light. You're in conversation with Clayton, and it is wonderful to be having a chat via Zoom to the CEO of Swim Australia, Brendan Ward. G'day, Brendan. G'day, Clayton. Thanks for having me. Look, it's wonderful to have you on, and especially as we start getting into the much warmer period of our summer as we're starting to head into that and, and certainly through the, the Christmas New Year break as well. Good to have a chat to you. Firstly, um, what is Swim Australia? Uh, yeah, thanks for asking. So uh, I guess we're a brand of the Swimming Coaches and Teachers Association. Uh, we've got um, heaps of members. We've got uh, all, all the swim coaches across Australia, so about 2,000. Um, we run teacher qualifications for the swim schools, uh, and we've got a swim school membership of around about 500, 500 plus members uh, across Australia. So um, yeah, we I guess we do everything from teaching babies and toddlers right through to coach of the uh, the Australian Olympic team. Uh, so th- that's our membership. And um uh, Swim Australia, I think, is probably our public-facing brand, which is um, about water safety, learning to swim, and uh, and all the things that go with that. So, has swimming always been a part of your personal life uh, over the years? Yeah, it has. Um, in fact, I, I had a very interesting conversation with my daughter uh, over the weekend, and she said, uh, "She said, Dad, why did you get into th- this area?" And I said, "Well, when I was two years old, uh, my parents were at a party." And I fell into the next door neighbor's swimming pool and uh, neither of my parents could swim. Uh, They hadn't had me in lessons. uh, And it was actually the next door neighbor's dog that alerted my parents to the fact that uh, that or or to the party goers that there was someone in the pool. Uh, Unfortunately, they managed to fish me out before I sucked in too much water. Uh, And so after that moment, I think my parents probably both uh, said to themselves, "We we need to get our kids into swimming lessons. And thank God they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I've, um, I think I've always been interested. Um, I was, a, I suppose, a bit of a failed swimmer um, and decided to get into water polo and surf lifesaving. Uh, and that became a bit of a passion for me. And um, since then, I've been able to combine my passion with my profession, which is outstanding. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Um, Now, you know, we love as Australians uh, hitting the beach, especially over Christmas, New Year's, the summer sort of period, the holiday area. I'm imagining even more so after the pandemic this year that there is going to be so many people heading to pools and beaches and these sorts of things. I know that uh, your organisation has been involved with some recent research that's come out as well. Uh, Could you take us through some of that? Yeah, absolutely. And and look, you're totally right. We've even seen already uh, an influx of people going to the beaches. Of course, we've got the brilliant Brighton Beach behind me and, and the, the wonderfully coloured sheds uh, and St Kilda and, you know, lots, lots of people going out enjoying our wonderful waterways. But uh, you're right, the research that we did was really concerning. And, and that was uh, basically telling us that half, over half, 55% of Australian families are not prioritising learn to swim. And I guess even more worrying, 41% of those families said they have no intention of doing learn to swim in the next 12 months. And you're right, we're surrounded by water, uh, whether it's the beach or the rivers, the dams, lakes, creeks, you name it. Uh, and, and I think the you know 95% of all Australians live within two hours of the coast. Uh, so to me, it's a no-brainer, you know, but obviously I live in this world and uh, this is what I love doing. And so... I guess um, we had Swim Safe a week a couple of weeks ago, and that was really putting the spotlight on getting kids into learn to swim and what those key water safety messages are. And 
Uh, you know, look, whilst it's a week uh, of promotion, we consider it to be from safer 365 days uh, because every single day is an opportunity to learn those skills uh, and potentially an opportunity for people to get into danger. Yeah, uh, I know certainly for us as our kids uh, came to around that uh, two-year-old sort of mark or even a bit before, a bit after that we were very keen to make sure we got them into the pool and, and learning at least some of those key safety messages um, that was obviously something, again, that that our parents, both my wife and I, had sort of instilled in us. Um, is the reason that maybe people are not sort of stepping into that space that there is cultural changes that are occurring, that that maybe generations aren't passing it to to other generations or thinking, well, it doesn't really matter, it's not important to you? Do you know the why behind people sort of saying we're not planning on sending our kids to learn how to swim? Well, in the research, we didn't actually dig into the why, uh, but anecdotally, I think we've got some pretty good understanding. And look, I think uh, part of it is that, you know, generation after generation, they either do or don't get into the water, they either do or don't get into learn to swim. But I think we've also got a very much changing society. You know, we've got lots of new immigrants, we've got lots of tourists, uh, we've got a lot of families who are maybe first time generation Australians. And you know, that, that's an issue that we're trying to grapple with. Um, you know, a lot of our swim schools really cater for the Caucasian market. Uh, and so I think we've got a bit of work to diversify there. Uh, but I think it's also, you know, we talk about the fact that swimming's in our DNA, you know, it's something that we do, you know. Uh, and for a lot of families that might not live close to the water or that might have come from overseas, it's not what they've necessarily done. Uh, and, you know, they might not have had the water as a recreational opportunity. It might have been a source of food or, uh, or transportation or, or other things. And, and then you come to Australia where it is so much a part of our daily life uh, that you see other people in the water having a great time. And you think, oh, I might jump in there and have a, have a, a fun time as well. And that's when it can turn so tragic uh, if, if you haven't got the skills and knowledge and expertise to do that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, as somebody who sort of goes on the other side of, all right, well, I know how to swim. Um, there's just a, a, a natural understanding of it. There's a natural joy of being able to swim. There's a natural freedom that happens, you know, when you're, you're sort of just floating around or you, and you wow, this is something a bit different. There's something refreshing about it. There's all these things that come with it. Um, but I, I think there is a moment that perhaps uh, for those of us who have that ability to do that and have learned that, um, to remember what it was like beforehand, because I, I think the water can be simply terrifying for others, yes. isn't it? And and almost that ability to go, there's no way I could do anything that could could learn me to get me to that stage of learning how to do that. Uh, it, how do you go about, I suppose, helping families, uh, kids, um, you know, I suppose mindsets to to be able to say, look, let's take a step together past that, and you'll see it's not as terrifying as you think at the moment. I completely agree with you. You know, for me, I find the water actually very spiritual. Uh, you know, it's my place that I go to, I guess, reconnect with my my, my mind and my soul. Um, and, and it always has been. Um, but for many, as you as you say, it, it can be it can be a phobia. Uh, in fact, we've just partnered with an organisation in the UK who have got an aquaphobia course, uh, and and they teach teachers how to deal with uh, people, whether they're adults or children, who come in with that real fear of the water. Uh, so it's an aquaphobia course. But I think the other thing that's, uh, that's really highlighted itself to me over the pandemic is this reconnection of family. 
and, and the, the values base that we're now starting to kind of reconnect with. And I think uh, what I've seen is a lot more family activity and a lot more people kind of valuing that and going to the beach together or uh, even doing a learn to swim lesson together, you know, and um, I, I think that's a really nice way to kind of interact, you know, like a lot of parents go to the beach, they see their kids out in the water, they want to join them, but they don't necessarily like the water or don't have the skills to go in there and um, you know maybe it's an opportunity to reconnect and and actually get those skills so that you can have that great family time together yeah um, I've got to say that you know I've loved sports and and water activities and all sorts of things my whole life and definitely brought up in that sporting culture but one of the most inspiring things I, I think I ever saw was when uh, I had taken my kids to learn to swim and uh, there was a, a, a someone who had just recently arrived uh, from uh, another country around the world, uh, Asian-based, and they had said, you know what, I I'm going to learn how to swim. And every week they were in there. And, and you know, at the start, they were definitely, you know, my kids who were three or four were able to swim better than them, but they kept plugging at it and they kept going yeah. at it. Um, and it was honestly inspiring to see yeah. them say, look, I, I, you know, right now, I know I'm not the greatest at it, but I'm going to keep going in it. And, and boy, they were determined. And that was something really thrilling to see because we knew the joy and the adventure that was going to happen for that person going forward. Yeah, look, I've got a similar experience. Uh, probably 18 or so years ago, uh, my father would, would have been in his probably late 50s, early 60s. Uh, and we had a, a program that I was working on uh, called Take the Plunge. And it was a two-week intensive block of swimming lessons in January. And so I gave him a Christmas present. <laughs> Uh, he, as I said, you know, my parents were non-swimmers and, um, you know, he'd been right through my life watching me in the water, playing water polo, you know, competing at surf lifesaving and so on. And uh, he did this two week chunk. And by the end of it, he was able to do a lap uh, with breathing, you know, good freestyle technique. And he said to me after that, he said, when I first got this present, I thought, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? He said, it's the best Christmas present anyone has ever given me <laughs> and you know that was great to, to see him grow and develop and you know um, I, I would absolutely encourage something like that for people to think about yeah so it, what is the best way for people to do it you know we this is part of as we've talked about very historically a part of an Australian culture um, yes. and as you, you mentioned too part of that you know, sort of Caucasian white culture but I think it's desired for everybody to be involved so what's the best way for people to get to learn how to swim and find their local one is it just stroll up to a pool is there websites what's the best way yeah so we've got a website which we've set up it's called swimsafer.org.au uh, and on there we've got a swim school finder uh, where people can go and find a, a swim school nearby them uh, we've also got a bunch of safety tips for parents to think about with their children um, and I guess when we looked at that research, the survey results that said that 55% of families weren't in swimming lessons, we wanted to dig a little bit deeper and see what the number one cause was for that. What we found is it's financial. Uh, you know, obviously some of that's to do with the pandemic, but it's not necessarily all about the pandemic. Uh, and so we thought, surely we can do something about that. And uh, so I guess what we've set up is this um, Swim It Forward campaign. Uh, much like a, a pay it forward concept uh, and perhaps instead of uh, paying for the next person's cup of coffee uh, people might consider paying for a family's learn to swim and so uh, I guess the, again a little bit more research we, we saw that the average cost of a swimming lesson was $20 uh, 
uh, so private lesson. And, uh, and we thought, well, why don't we set it up at, at, at you know, $20 base? Uh, people can donate, obviously, less or more if they want to. Uh, but, you know, maybe this is an opportunity to, to swim it forward and give a, a family that may be in a low-income area uh, or disadvantaged in another way uh, could actually access swimming lessons. And, look, so far we've had more than $1,000 donated, uh, which is 40 people for a term of swimming lessons. You know, that's typically 10 swimming lessons. And, you know, I guess that's really encouraging for me. Um, obviously, I'd like to have millions of dollars in there, uh, but we've got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think uh, if people are interested, then uh, they, they or able to, then they could make a tax-deductible donation um, from that swimsafer.org.au website. So there you go. That's great. One spot for everybody in that regards. Maybe you're someone who's been, you know, listening to this conversation going, yes, I absolutely love swimming. I, I know the joy of it. I know the value of it and, you know, the potential life-saving value of it as well in many moments. I can head to swimsafer.org.au or perhaps you're saying, yep, i got to get involved myself. i got to learn how to swim uh, that same website and for those tips uh, very much so about uh, swimming safer. Uh, this year as well swimsafer.org.au Brendan thank you so much for your time it's been wonderful having a chat to you Uh, all the best with uh, everybody at Swim Australia thanks so much Clayton really appreciate your time the CEO of Swim Australia Brendan Ward my guest here on 89.9 The Light